The programme which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. Good afternoon, you're listening to Isotopica here on Resonance 104.4 FM, or quite possibly on Resonance Extra, the digital sister radio station of Resonance. This is me, Simon Tishko, and you are tuned in to the new edition of Isotopica. Um, today is a fairly scattered, oblique, rootless, pathless, convoluted journey featuring um, some 14th century Christian choral music and Ivor Cutler and a preview of a conversation I've been having with Gina Birch, founder of the Raincoats post-punk feminist art rock sensation that they are. That will be Duke in a complete form in a future edition of Isotopica. In the meanwhile, today's scattered, lost, foggy, distant, possibly dark edition of Isotopica, um, I guess you just have to bear with me or even enjoy what I've put together today because here at Isotopica Towers, the darkness is enveloping as Theresa May chooses to trigger um, the most absurd political right-wing coup in my lifetime, and probably yours too. Um, this weekend, there's a huge march against the very notion of Brexit, and I do hope everyone is going to be there. That's the 25th of March, I believe, or if you look at your dictionaries and diaries and things that contain dates, you'll probably find it much with a greater degree of accuracy than I can ever provide. Um, my experiment with actually reducing and stopping um, a long-term use of selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor antidepressant pills has actually been quite disastrous. So you may have noticed that Isotopica has been a little bit quieter than normal. Less talk, more sound, less opinion, more angst. I'm going to do a special on that at some point soon. It's going to be such a dark special, I'm sure. Everyone will be there and will enjoy. But in the meantime, if you're interested in details of Isotopica and my wider practice as a fine artist, you can find that on my website being www.theculture.net. And if you feel moved to actually comment directly on what you're listening to here on Resonance or Resonance Extra or somewhere on the internet, wherever you found us, you can do that by using hashtag Isotopica and go on Twitter. Communicate directly that way. That would be nice. In the meantime, why don't we all just settle back and see where today's edition of Isotopica takes us. Remember, somewhere in there, it's Ivor Cutler.
use the cat, he suggested, when my hottie could not be found. So I took the cat, filled her with hot water and tied a bit of string round her neck, not too tightly. She kept the heat amazingly well. In the morning she was emptied, plumped up and put outdoors in the sun.
Body tissue deprived of life energy turns cancerous. Cancer is the hysteria of cells condemned to death. Cancer and fascism are closely related. Fascism is the frenzy of sexual cripples. The swastika owes its magnetism to being a symbol of two bodies locked in genital embrace. It all stems from a longing for love. Comrades, make love joyously and without fear. Let the current flow sweetly up your spine. Let your hips roll and your mouth water. Saliva is good. Embracing lovers radiate a bluish light, orgone illumination. The same sort of light the astronauts saw in outer space. Let us reactivate the natural vibrations within ourselves and society. Let the current stream sweetly through your muscles. Feel free to tremble and cry. Let yourself enjoy your body. As revolutionaries whose revolution renounces love, we feel very uncomfortable. What's happening to the revolution? Each baby is a new approach to life. How can we help this new being to grow up free? The man who discovered orgone, cosmic energy, the energy of life and love, fled from Hitler and Stalin to America, land of the free. He gave up the ideologies of his youth, eventually voting for Eisenhower. In Maine, he set up the orgone laboratory, a scientific research center. How can we rid our planet of its deadly clouds of smog? How can we make the deserts green and fruitful? Come lads, what shall we play at today, whispered Grandpa, busily dandling us. The seaside, the seaside, we shouted. Down the river Clyde, I added, for which impertinence I received a mighty buffet, bleeding my tender nose with his vast white knuckle. How was I to know that I was mouthing obscenity? But the blood soon dried, and I had the pleasure of picking the clots. He rose, and we slid over the edge of his kilt. Out the cupboard came the tin lid of thrown sand, sadly depleted, and two milk jugs with decent spouts. We stood in a rough quadrant, holding forth our left hands according to custom, but I didn't mind as I was left-handed, even though my coordination was poor, owing to the myelin shortage. Grandpa moved round, placing a grain of sand on every hand. Then he started a second round, and a third, and I held the big quartz grain, almost twice the size. He spotted the envy on other faces. I bled his neb, he grunted. We went off to play. Each girl chose a boy to sit cross-legged before as she knitted. Her job was to blow into his face and hair like a breeze. Grandma came round with a lump of coarse salt and scraped a few grains onto every girl's tongue. If a fleck of spit hit you, the illusion was complete. Then she filled the milk jug with treacle and poured it back and forward from jug to jug, spilling barely a dribble. It sounded like estuary waves, which was the only kind we knew. There were many sorts of games to play with our three grains of sand. Juggling, building castles, digging holes, making faces, reflecting light to dazzle Grandpa as he sat muttering and picking at his sparren. 
knocking them together to see if they would fetch the stone chat from his bush in the garden. I used to be able to sniff them up one nostril, tilt my head, and catch them out the other. When it became too dark to see, the sand was collected in. Grandpa never counted. We were on our honor. The first to hand in his sand got sucking spilled treacle out the tufts of the carpet. I am convinced the girls enjoyed the day's outing as much as we did, in a placid way. Then we had tea. Chacun s'habille à sa manière, une algue sur le bout du nez est d'un effet certain. Voici une ravissante sortie de bar. Un sportif très sain. Les algues sont fixées sur des épines de la carapace régulièrement disposées. On va voir le sténorinque se fondre avec le décor naturel. Ils se disent bonjour avec la troisième paire de pattes, mais ils s'expliquent avec les pinces. En grossissant le sténorat, on obtient sans se déranger un proche parent qui a deux mètres de pattes et vit dans les mers lointaines. 
What's that on the dining room table? Jim, Jim, come here. What's that on the dining room table? That's a big pile of dirt, Mammy. What's it doing on the dining room table? I shoveled it on. Why? Don't you know we're having visitors tonight? The Smiths are coming. Yes, Mammy, I know. But Daddy said, I'd like to make the Smiths eat dirt. Oh, you silly boy, he didn't mean that. Now, come on, get rid of it. Oh, Mammy, it took me a long time to put it on. Get rid of it. And just a minute. Change into your slippers before you climb onto the table. And not a sharp spade in case you dint the veneer. Watch now, I don't want dirt all over the carpet. What else is on the table besides the dirt? Bill. Bill? How long has he been there? From the beginning, I suppose. Let's have a look. Bill? Are you all right, Bill? Yes, Mammy. I'm all right. I've drilled a wee hole in the table and I can breathe through and I can see the carpet too. I drilled a hole for an eye. Oh, my goodness. Just stay there, Bill, till Jim's get rid of the dirt. We don't want any on the carpet. And don't move in case any of the dirt goes through the holes. All right, Mammy. Now, Jim, come on. Get rid of some of this dirt. Okay. Can I put the pail on the chair? Yes. Just a minute, just a minute. Let me put a bit of paper on it. Oh, didn't you wipe the bottom of the pail? Oh, no, Mammy. Give it here. There. Put it on the chair. Now watch. Careful, son. That's enough. Just take the bucket and empty it out the window. Empty it out the window, Mammy. There's people passing. Son, we've got to get rid of this dirt in a hurry. Just empty it out the window. Be careful, that's all. Try and spread it in a wide arc so that, you know, all of it won't fall on one person. Ha 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 ha! Mammy! There's one or two people looking up. Oh, Come inside quick, for goodness sake. Bring that pail in with you. Here, fill it again, quickly. That's right. Now, not so much this time. Throw it out the window. No, not that window. This side window. No, no, scatter it. Oh, crumbs, you fool. Quick, come in, come in, come in. Right. Fill it up again. Now, out the other one. No, no, the first window that you put it out. Watch your feet, watch your feet. Oh, don't get that dirt into the carpet. Wait a minute, I'll get a brush and shovel. Now, come on. Round. That's right. Work round it. There. Now, throw it out in a wide arc. That's the way to do it. Is that the bell? Just a minute, I'll answer the door. Go on shoveling. Hey, are you all right, Bill? Yes, Jim, I'm all right. What's it like with all the earth on top of you? Lovely. Was Mammy very annoyed? I couldn't see her face. Shh, here's Mammy coming back. Who was it, Mammy? Nobody knew, no. Hurry up. <laughs> That's a good boy. I say, where's Bill? Bill? What do you mean? I thought he was on the table. Oh, no. That was only a joke, Mammy. Where's the hole that he was breathing through? Oh, Mammy, why don't you have a wee lie down? I'll finish off the table and polish it with beeswax. It'll be all ready in time for the smith.
sits on my cottage door to watch the meadows go, see her glow. I'll shut my eyes and wait till they're gone, and when they're gone I'll finish my song. Up and wide the meadows go, the meadows go. back to you have an almost textbook classic um, path from art school to rock star <laughs> and then dovetailing out into art and back to rock star and art and rock star and art and rock star and here you are wearing an artist's smock <laughs> so yeah, well, I was how did you get to that point? Art school from where? The thing is, I um, I kind of wanted to break out of the boredom of um, life as it felt um, in Nottingham. It felt very oppressive, and so when I met, you know, when I was about fourteen, fifteen, I met the kind of townies, the guys who were. Four or five years older than me and they were kind of uh, petty criminals and uh, they, they kind of lived life on the edge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seemed much more exciting and interesting than my life was. You said sort of burgling chemists and things like that. Yeah. That was quite a thing then, wasn't Breaking it? Breaking because... into chemist shops because chemists were just little uh, suburban houses with a you know, front, front thing and then they had a medicine cabinet yeah. and people would break into them and they, were the, they were the drugs of choice at that time yeah, as well, hide, the drugs, hide the drugs in the graveyard but the thing was you know some of them were incredibly strong like black bombers and things yeah. and you just think yeah. well housewives taking these black bombers who yeah. was who were they prescribed for because right. god knows they're so strong yeah super duper the um, Motet album Bomber, that was really talking about bombers as amphetamines, wasn't it? I mean, those, those drugs were just ridiculously strong. Anyway, I, I, I kind of hung out with them for a while and kind of screwed up a lot of my exams. But, you know, I, 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 I always managed to kind of scrape through, just, just passing, you know, with everything. And eventually I ended up on foundation at Trent Poly. And... Um, um, well, I won't even talk about my enrolment day where I kind of staggered in, um, barely able to walk. But uh, I was, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd kind of been at the drinks cabinet and I think that the foundation tutor never quite got over my appearance on that enrolment day. For the whole year I was there, he would still look at me with kind of amazement that I was still managing to get into the college. Mm-hmm. But anyway, when I arrived at the college, my my eyes were just like and my heart was completely filled up with all this crazy art work all this crazy art stuff and i kind of just you know i was just devouring it all this all these books in the library land art conceptual art okay. uh, performance art mm-hmm. you know I, I, um and i was just completely 
besotted. There wasn't a lot of that in Nottingham, was there? There was. There was Gonzo, who would do performance art. Oh, really? There were all sorts of crazy people in, in the fine art department. I was on foundation, and mm. um, the library was a huge source of, of information for me, in, you know, in all the books that I, that I found there. But also, I just we used to kind of stagger around the fine art department and kind of chat to all the fine art students because mm. we thought they were really cool. And so what were your foundation? I was on foundation. So foundation yeah. meaning you go along to find out who you are and what you want to be and have a little taste of everything. Yes. I knew, I knew from very soon that I wanted to do fine art. Okay. Um, and... Um, I was just I was just very very taken with conceptual art and land art and performance art. Mm-hmm. My best friend at the time Alex Michon and I we did we did a one performance which uh, was uh, we have some nice photos of which was well documented and very well attended actually much to our embarrassment at the time but, uh, but yeah we we um, we were both in love with with art with fine art. Um, and we travelled the country together. We hitchhiked around the country looking for the perfect place to go and study fine art because we knew we were on this path to being fine artists. That's beautiful. Yeah, we Because hitch- how old were you then? 17? Yeah, 17, 18. We hitchhiked all over the place. We mm-hmm. went to Portsmouth, we went to Leeds, we went to Newcastle, we went to Brighton, we came to London. And actually, when we came to London, we stayed with Alex's friends who were fashion students at St Martin's and on that particular day happened to be the Sex Pistols first ever gig. Oh my god. Which we went but where? to. where? Sorry, say that St. again. St Martin's. At St Martin's. That was their first ever gig. It was their first ever gig. So well, incroyable. Yeah, incroyable. And this well, is 1976. We did not know, yes, we did not know. No, it was 75. 75, okay. We did not know who they were. No this, one knew. This band were. just came and performed like uh-huh. five songs, and, mm. and then they disappeared. And we were yeah. like, "Wow, that was great! That was so great!" And we went back up to Nottingham, and then these boys would come and say, "Your Sex Pistols fans, you are." Uh-huh. And we go, "What?" We didn't really know. We just knew we loved this band, but yep. we were suddenly labelled the Sex Pistols fans because we'd said we loved this band, and yes. they turned out to be the Sex Pistols. Thank you. 
5 and 8, 78, 1 and 5, 26, 2 and 6, 15.
have been listening to Istopka with me, Simon Tishko, one more time here on Resonance 104.4 FM and Resonance Extra on your digital or internet available dial. If you're interested in what you heard or you want details of what you've heard or things you might hear in the future or maybe you just want to investigate all things Isotopica and here at theculture.net, you can find us just where I said at the website being www.theculture.net Um Strange days here Do keep the feedback coming in We'd like to hear that here And uh, once again, directly on Twitter being hashtag Istopica or the website theculture.net This is me, Simon Tishko signing off for another seven days Hope you've enjoyed today's edition of Isotopica and quite possibly that really rather groovy folk song you might have heard at the end of the show because I haven't actually recorded it yet, to tell the truth. Um, would have been Golden Dark featuring uh, Elo Massing and Dave Hall in Berlin. Anyone from a record company out there wants to turn them into international superstars, don't feel shy about contacting us here at www.theculture.net. Let's do a record deal. Whatever. This is me, Simon Tishko, signing off for another seven days. 